Welcome to another episode of Best Friends with Benefits. I am Noni. I'm Kristen. And today, we're going to have a really honest, off-the-cuff conversation about boundaries. And that's everywhere you look in life. I think that a lot of us fall victim to putting up with a lot of things that we're just not comfortable with. We could avoid so many things if people were just straight and speak up and speak out about what they actually want. So I wanted to hear your take on it too, because Mm -hmm. I know you've said you have not said things because you're, you know, don't want to rock a boat or something like that. And I just think it's so important to let people know that you're almost causing more damage by not speaking up Mm -hmm. because it's like, It it damages the relationship, but also damages your self-expression and like Mm. what you actually want. Like we only get one shot at this life. Like we should Mm -hmm. be able to speak up and speak out about what we want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that there are definitely levels to it, right? Like when I talk about not speaking up or rocking the boat about something, it's, it's, oh, my food came at the restaurant. I don't like it. And I'm just going to like eat it because of whatever. I don't want to complain or like. If I, it's, it's like a customer service thing, but what you're talking about is literally at the root of every successful relationship. And people say this all the time, but maybe they don't understand what it means is communication. It's just like, oh, well, you know, communication, but we talk all the time. Like, what do you mean communication? That is what it means. It's literally not assuming that the other person, no matter what kind of relationship it is, It's not assuming that they can read your mind and know what the right thing to do for you is. It's just making that so plain and straightforward. And I think that's the beauty of like even getting older and stuff, the stuff that we used to put up with in our 20s. It's just not what we would now. But that is something, you know, as I move up in life, I want to work on that and not feel like I'm taking on this, like, I don't want to complain or cause any trouble. I'm just going to deal with it is, you know, if you're paying for something and you're paying for a service and it's not up to par, like other people complain and they get it rectified. So, so why not? So that is something that that I can work on, but in the realm of relationships, that is so important. It's just to just, if something is, bugging you or eating at you or hit you the wrong way you kind of have to say it then and there especially with guys like if you're in a a conversation and you bring it up and they're just like they're so confused (laughs) because you bring it up later or you bring it up and it's not when it happens immediately and they just won't get it because it to them when it happened it was nothing like there was nothing to even check themselves or think about so if you're not checking them in the moment they're gonna be like huh what do you mean you never said anything before so it's like keeping that communication open is really really important oh my god i'm so glad you said that because and i'm taking a page out of your book that you've told me for so long that and I remember like one time I had a gig with Derek and he was like, the reason why I love Stephanie is she doesn't put up with anybody's crap and she is a strong person and she communicates what she wants, you know? And I remember like, so what you're saying about with guys. So remember the guy that like didn't show up on the date and whatever. I actually called him out on his BS 
Mm -hmm. And I'm going to read you what I wrote him because I actually talked about this on Clubhouse last night and everyone was like applauding me because I think, I think there's a lot of factors. I think one is my age. Like I'm just not messing around anymore. It's just like, Mm -hmm. I'm 40 years old. I know what I want. Partially too, is like, I have a confidence where it's like, if you're not going to step up to the plate, I'm going to tell you how I feel. And I don't care like if you get mad at me or not. Mm -hmm. So I just wrote to him and I said, I reflected on my experience with you this past weekend and it lacks integrity and is inconsistent with a man of your status. I highly encourage you to take yourself on and reconsider the coaching because he was going to coaching because that kind of behavior will ruin your life. Oh my gosh. And he swallow. I want to know what he said. He immediately responded and said, what do you mean? I was looking forward to seeing you stressed that I couldn't find a spot for us. As I told you, I didn't know that area at all. And I checked two other places and I couldn't get us a table. When I asked you, you said you didn't know any places either. What was I supposed to do? Can't create a restaurant for us. If you had wanted to go into the village, I would have even offered to make food at my place. If I had to, I said, thank you very much, but you missed the point. And he said, what's the point? I said, read my text again. He was like, question mark, what's the point? I said, read my first text carefully. He said, sounds like you're playing a game and I don't think we're a good connection. I said, that was my point about your game over the weekend. He was like, what game? I said, canceling, rescheduling, moving the day, changing the time, and then not showing up. We could have went for a walk, got coffee, something. That's why I said, read my text again. It has no integrity for who you are. You're a highly successful man. Then he was like, I really want to talk to you on the phone about this. And we talked <laughs> on the phone. Ooh, How did that just, go? It was great. He it? was like, you know what he said? He was like, I appreciate you having this conversation with me. He's like, clearly I'm not good at this. He's like, I'm a doctor. I'm a scientist. I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, why do you think I'm 54 and I'm still not married? Mm. And I got present too. you know how like in the work we say like, don't make anyone wrong and like Mm -hmm. accept them as they are. Like, I really got who he was like, he has no people skills. He's like, don't you know, doctors don't have people skills. (laughs) He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And he was like, I really like you. He's like, you're attractive. He was like, I was so looking forward to seeing you. And he's like, I took you as your word. Cause I was the one who said like, maybe this isn't meant to be and we should reschedule. So I was, he was like, I just took that, that that's what you wanted. So, and I was like, no, like I wanted you to like figure something out. Like I want the man to be the man and I want the man to be chivalrous. And he was like, well, why didn't you communicate that? So I'm getting clear now Maybe, you know, I feel like, I don't know, I, maybe I'm too hard on people sometimes. Like, I feel like there are times where you can give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And so we are seeing each other again on Sunday. So we'll see how it goes. But I'm not, I'm just clear that had I not communicated that, that's why I was also talking about like, maybe we should talk about not taking things personally because maybe he just really isn't good at relationships and it's nothing personal to Mm -hmm. me. It's Mm -hmm. just like, so what do you think about that? Oh, there's so much to unpack. And I think if people are are listening, just to kind of give them background, if you want to give them a cliff note. So Kristen was going on a date with someone and 
they kept moving the date and rescheduling and saying they had another party to go to instead. It was just feeling a little flaky. So then they finally made plans. But then when she checked out the restaurant, she it was closed on Sunday already. It was Easter Sunday. So she already knew that it was closed, but she went anyway to see how he would handle it. It was the ultimate <laughs> test. <laughs> so uh, she's at the restaurant, drove by, and basically they're going back and forth. He's asking her, do you know any other places? He's not from there. And she's like, no, because she wants him to figure it out. That's the kind of man that she wants. She wants him to figure it out. And he's just like, you don't know anything. And then finally she's like, oh, maybe it's not meant to be. So that's the res- that's before this whole conversation back and forth. I do think there, there's a there's a lot to unpack here. And I think there was a, a level of gaming with him of like testing him to see how he would respond. Um, and he didn't respond the way that you wanted to. You have an idea of the kind of man that you want. You want someone that's going to take charge, someone that's gonna make the plans, pick you up, treat you like the queen that you are. And that's just, there's nothing wrong or anything about that or not being that. It's just, that's the match that you want. I do see his point of like, he he doesn't know. He's probably like, how does she not know any places to eat? Doesn't she live here? That's probably what he's imagining. And he's like, well, I traveled all the way out here and she's not even like trying to come up with anything. So maybe she doesn't want to see me. Who knows what he's thinking. But I do think that um, it was funny to me. I was just following it like this would make a great TikTok. (laughs) Right. But, you know, just to get to the point of, hey, I like a man that's going to make all the plans and just like pick me up. I would have appreciated it if you would have made reservations and not put me through all of this. Like that's just the kind of person, the kind of man, kind of husband, kind of father that I'm looking for. And you were just inconsistent right now with all of that. Now I think, um, and it's great that that all ended in a, a conversation. You guys are dating again. I don't see on average somebody being confronted in that way. <laughs> Of like, and it was a lot of like transformative communication, right? Like if you haven't done landmark or like the 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 work that we have done, it's just kind of like, what did you want from me kind of thing? But it's good right. that it resulted in an actual conversation and for him to be like, you should have just said that. I completely get. I think the, you know, like you said, we're getting older. You are seeing through the BS, you know exactly what it is that you want. And there's so much in, and we get to the root of why we don't want to rock the boat, right? Or why we don't want to communicate or why the root is we don't want to look bad. Yeah. I remember so many conversations, so many things I would put up with in my twenties and just be like, all right, because I don't want to be that jealous girlfriend and da 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 da. So I'm just going to be cool with all kinds of crap. Because I don't want to look a certain way. I don't want to look clingy or I don't want to look blah, blah, blah. Or like I'm a bad, you know, girlfriend. I just want to be cool. I want to be easy, breezy. But listen, (laughs) I I think the older you get, and there, there are young people that get this as well, you only are living your life for yourself. There's always going to be someone that's like, would choose a different path or whatever. That's got nothing to do with you. If something doesn't sit well with you, for whatever reason, you definitely have the right to speak up about it and declare okay. what those boundaries are. And that's really in every every walk of your life. It's just like, and I, I remember 
see in this interview one time in this, uh, it was a wellness interview and this, I think it was this like um, a therapist and she was like, burnout is the result of you letting go of your boundaries. There was something mm. where you had boundaries and you let that go and you are now burnt out because you, you're responsible for that. You're, you can say yes, you can say no right. to things. So it's just like really setting what those boundaries are and sticking to it, even if it makes you look a little clingy or it makes you look like a bitch or whatever right. that is. Right. It's just like you are setting up what your ground rules are for what works for you and your spirit and whatever that is. And once you I let that, that go, you fall victim to your own to your own letting go of your own boundaries. Oh my God. Wow. I mean, you said so much gold right there because I'm actually listening to this book. I mentioned it last time, I think, The Courage to be Disliked. And mm -hmm. I think it really does take courage to speak up about what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Mm -hmm. And like even sending that text, I was nervous. Like I had the butterflies and I was like, should I send it? Should I not? Like, yeah. but I was like, you know what? F, F it. Like if he never wants to see me again, what do I have to lose? At least I'm communicating what's true. What's my, what's true for me. And I think we do that everywhere. It's like, you know, with work too. Like if you think about like asking for a raise or, you know, saying what doesn't work for you, it's like, sometimes it, it it's like, I get sometimes it can occur like a complaint, but if it's like, right. you're, you have to set some boundaries. And, and I think too, it, it is all in alignment with your self-worth. And a mm. lot of the times, like we've talked about these things, I mean, for years and years, right? Like we've been yeah. best friends almost 11 years and coming in May, it'll be 11 years. So I've gone, I've gotten so much more confident in myself, like self-esteem mm -hmm. wise, where I, don't have to be like the docile, submissive, like I'll just do whatever the guy says. And I feel like that that was kind of like a strong suit of mine to like get into a relationship. And then I would start putting down my boundaries and guys were like, wait, I thought you were like, just cool with whatever. And I was like, you know, and then they would leave because I was so malleable. I would just be like wanting to please them and do whatever they wanted. But then I was like, no, but like this doesn't, I would be like a doormat, you know, because mm -hmm. I had no self worth or value. I thought I had to just people, please people like everybody. Right. And, um, so I was talking about, on clubhouse last night was that it's like raising your self-worth raising the bar on that then it's easier to set boundaries like and sometimes mm -hmm. it's hard you know because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings but i think if you like the way i did that text too i said you know you're a successful man this just isn't a match you're the way you're acting isn't a match for who you are in the world like you're a surgeon <laughs> like you mm -hmm. do surgeries on people like people trust you with their lives. And then like, you can't even make reservations at a friggin' restaurant. So it's just like, that's not a match for who you are in the world. Like I just was shocked by that. And then when we got on the phone, I was saying all those things. I was just like, listen, you know, I think you're a great guy and you're a powerful man. And you just don't, you're not, you're not like, it's not the way you acted wasn't a match for that. And, you know, I think, I think it's just, 
it's building up that courage and the confidence where you don't, yeah, like you don't care if you look bad or you don't mm -hmm. care if it's like not going to work for that person. If it's not going to work for that person, then that person isn't a match for you and it's fine. Right. Right. So let me ask you to that respect, because I hear two different things and I love for the people to chime in in the, in the comments. And I don't, this is not a right or wrong, but I am wondering, is it that it's not a match for who he is in the world or it's not a match for who you want? Because there are some successful people that don't have their ish together and whatever, like they, they, everybody has whatever their shortcoming is. But is it it's not a match for him or who he is or is not match for you? I think it's a match for not who for who he is, because if you think about it, it's like what we talked about this all the time, like the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And if he doesn't mm -hmm. have integrity with even being in communication with with me about the restaurant being closed like an hour before or, you know, actually scheduling a place that is open and. I don't know. It was just like, it was just like lackadaisical. Like if you were really serious, like, you know, this too, it's like the way it occurs for you. Like if it's mm -hmm. occurring for you, like an important thing, you're going to mm -hmm. be on oh, yeah. time. You're right. going to show up like powerfully when it's like something huge, you know, you're doing like an interview with Beyonce or whoever. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're on time. You're early you know what right. i mean mm -hmm. so it's just that level of respect for me it's like and i said that to him i was like listen i'm old school i like to be picked up i like to be all those things he's like well why didn't you just say that i'm and it's like why should i have to say that so yeah i think that is a little bit of a level of like you're a doctor you're an important person on the planet like you're showing up like not powerfully here but then i get it like it does make sense it's like yeah you're not married there's a reason why if you're that old and not married sorry that's pretty old not to be married and have kids by now so that's all i think because i don't think any woman i mean any woman worth their salt and is a powerful successful you know a confident woman they wouldn't put up with that mm -hmm. right no, of course not. So what? Not so that's, that's the what thing. they want. You don't. Why wouldn't a man, if you want that type of woman, then you have to show up like you're serious. If that's what he wants, unless he just wants someone to put up with, you know, him not being all the way there with integrity. Well, I'm giving him one more chance. <laughs> it's gonna and be that's interesting. It. <laughs> You guys keep following. We'll get an update next week uh, where the saga continues. Yeah. I think too, um, and I was having this conversation um, with my stepmom and then talking her through just how to deal with other people and boundaries. And she was like really upset because there was some turmoil going on in the, in, the, in the family and just like, how do I get them to b x y and z and i was just like ooh. so here's the thing and that's a it's, that's a big boundaries thing right because tons of people have people in their lives that 
they'll say things to try to like dig at them or say things to try to get under their skin. I was like, well, you really have to realize, and this is what's gonna help you in these situations. It's not about trying to change someone. It's about how you allow them and how you deal with how they are and how much real estate you're giving them in your spirit. Wow. <laughs> because people are always gonna try you, but how much do you allow them to do it? Yes. You know, yes. and how do you, and it's really knowing. Most of the time, if somebody's trying to get under your skin, or if they're messing with you, or there's a bully, this is always a story. It's something going on with them. Oh, 100%. It's something that they're seeing in you that they, they want, or it's a cry for help. It's knowing all of that um, that really helps you see it for face value and don't take it personally like, you know, what can I do differently to make them act a certain way towards me? Listen, if you're unbothered and they see that they're no longer successful at getting under your skin and you set those boundaries, right. they'll leave you alone. Yeah, and I love that because, you know, hurt people hurt people. If someone's hurting, someone's right. jealous of you, you know, my friend years ago in college, she said, if anyone is ever mean to you, it's because they're jealous of you. Mm. She's like, cause you're so pretty and you're this and that. And she had said to me too, she's like, I, I was jealous of you when I first met you, but then we became like really close friends. And she said that she's like, you need to know that. She's like, cause you're such a bright light. You're such a good person. And if anyone's ever nasty to you, it's because they're jealous of you. And I always remembered that. Like, I think, I think I am such a loving person and I give people second chances and third chances, <laughs> but it's like you, you, people, like you said, people are going to be however they're going to be and they're going to be nasty. And they're, if they're like, don't like you, like people are going to, not like you. And that's why I'm telling you this book, Stephanie Noni, this book is so good because he even said, he was like, there's no outside validation. Like if you're always seeking the acceptance of mm -hmm. others, you're always going to be people pleasing. You're always going to be at the effect of the, the opinions of others. But if you like yourself, it won't matter what anyone else says. <laughs> you know, it's like what you said one time about RuPaul. It's like anyone's opinion about me is none of my none business. Of your damn business. <laughs> my favorite RuPaul quote. But that's the truth, so right? It's like if I like myself and I can go to sleep at night knowing I'm a good person, like knowing I'm doing my best, you know, I'm giving back and volunteering and doing all this stuff that I do for free, you know, I can lay my head on my pillow at night knowing I'm a good soul. I'm a good person. I have integrity and I'm always like coming from integrity and like, what can I restore and what can I do better? And what can mm -hmm. I learn? It's like, you got to be good with you. It doesn't right. matter. That's why, you know, Instagram and all this stuff is so toxic because we're, it just is like, uh, uh, you're always seeking the outside validation. Like how many yeah. likes did I get? How many views did I get? Right. None of that matters. At the end of the day, if you're not good with you and that's the only way you're happy is if you're mm -hmm. getting liked and you're getting accepted from the outside world, like you're screwed. That's fleeting. That's really, really, yeah, such a good point. And people just have so much access to you. 
So if you already have a fragile ego, that's a dangerous playground. I was just reading um, Khloe Kardashian posted today, something that got millions of views, but it's like this whole story about how she's been dealing with ridicule and being called the ugly one and the fat one and the, oh, that must not be your real dad because you don't look like any of them. It's just like, you think that they ignore the stuff like that, but seeing that day in and day out, as much as like, that has millions of views. It could be a handful or like, you know, a thousand people that are chipping away and trying to mm. get at her self-esteem. I can only imagine. And it's just like, you got to be a really solid person. And most of the time, if I'm asking a celebrity, like how they deal with negative comments, you want to know what they say. What? They say they don't read it. Yeah. It's can. just like, you know what? Because at the end of the day, you're human, right? right. So you can you can be like, you can have the, the best self-esteem, but if you're like obsessed with everyone's opinion of you, good or bad, it's you're really putting yourself in a vulnerable state to be affected by that. It's almost better to not get caught up in it. Just like, you know, focus on the people that know you in and out and love you in and out. Right. And those are really the opinions that matter. Yeah. And, and, and I would say like, I read a quote one time <laughs> um, and it said, I think it was Warner Earhart. Actually, he was like, go, go look up at the stars and tell them what you think about them and see if they change, see mm -hmm. if anything happens. <laughs> it's like, they don't do, you know what I mean? Like, go tell the stars your opinion. They don't change. But it's like that. It's like, we're like, we take things so personally and that like, it's about us and like, I don't know. And then I was listening to that Aretha Franklin song, The Rose is Still a Rose or whatever. And mm -hmm, it's like, if you mm -hmm. really think about it, it's like, even if some guy like breaks your heart and like, breaks up with you, whatever. You're still a beautiful person. Like right. you, it's, you don't have to take everything so personally. It mostly is about that other person that they can't be with you anymore for their own reasons. Like mm -hmm. maybe they think you're too good for them. Maybe they think they can't make you happy. I don't freaking know, but it's usually never about you. Mm-hmm. Someone's probably just having a bad day and there's like, oh, you look ugly because I want to feel better about myself. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that is a powerful tool. Just don't yeah. take it on. Just don't watch it. Just don't do it. And I remember just don't read it. I would be talking someone out of, you know, in my long career of like working with hosts and stuff like that. And they would get a lot of negative comments. It's hard to like, be in front of the camera and have people have opinions of you. And I'm just like, look, just think of it as a hat, the ugly ass hat, <laughs> right? You gonna look at this opinion as an ugly ass hat. Do you wanna put this on? No. No, so just don't put, don't try it on. That's good. It's not yours and that's it. Just think of it like that. It's not yours. It doesn't reflect you or who you are. Courage to be disliked. Everybody go listen to that book. It is amazing. It is so powerful. Noni, you have to listen to it because okay, he I'm says that exact it. same thing because he said like, not everyone's going to like you. I'm sorry. There are going to be people out there that just don't like you. Mm -hmm. That's it. 
Right. And you had said something to me a long time ago too. I was going through a breakup, probably usually as usual. And you <laughs> said, you were like, focus your love and your attention on the people that love you. Mm -hmm. Like give your time and your attention. Like, why are you chasing some dude that's like not even showing you, like ma making you feel good. Like now you really have to reassess your relationships too. It's like, I'm, I'm choosing, I get to choose who I want to be around. Mm -hmm. Like, and then you can set up boundaries. Like you don't have to see that person. Like, even though they're your family member and you love mm -hmm. them, you don't have to see them every day. You don't have to talk to them every day. Like you can create your life and not be at the effect of anybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's boundaries. And that's boundaries. That's what that is. That's what I'm saying. Listen, this, this is, is good. great. We could talk forever. We don't want half an hour with no plan. <laughs> okay. And we're not editing this. This is all live. No, that's it. And, um, I would want to encourage everybody, if you leave in the comments the time that you stuck up for your boundaries, I'd love to see it. Because I think this yep. is all learning lessons for all of us. Uh, you know, we put up with things in life and fear of being disliked or looking bad. But at the end of the day, who's going to suffer from that? And that is you. That is always you. So you're living your life for yourself. You might as well enjoy it, eh? That's it. That's it. Mm, 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 Join mm. us next time. Yes. And please do send us some topics that you want us to discuss. And also any guests that you're interested in seeing. We always bring you benefits. So think of some benefits Beneficial. that you guys are looking for. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Get this yes. visual. Get, Get this, this visual. Week.